Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. So this is why you said, oh shit. What's that? Oh, you know what it is. Because you're the one who left it in the goddamn copier. Oh my God, Harvey, I was making copies of everyone's salaries for my records, and I must have- Bullshit, Lewis. You did this to come after me, and after I apologized, you ran and tried to stop it. Harvey, please, what's done is done. And like you said before, we're friends. We can move past this, and we can fight the vote together. There's no way I win the vote after people see this. You want to get past it? Admit what you did. That's automatic termination. Then we'll fight that together. Harvey, I can't. Lewis! Jessica tried to fire me once. I can't give her the chance to do that again. Well, you know what? It's going to happen again. Because I know what you did. Right, you know what? That's enough. And you come at me flinging accusations. Well, you better have proof. You have proof, Harvey? Yeah, I didn't think so. Suit Season 5, Episode 2 is over. And if you're ready to hear us talk about compensation, then suits yourself. I'm Rob Sesterino, back here with the guy who would never slap the taste out of your mouth. It's Chappelle. Chappelle, how are you? <laughs> don't, Rob, don't lie to these people. Yeah. <laughs> Rob, I was shocked when Jessica threatened to slap the taste out of Lewis's mouth, but then the back door and threatened to slap the taste out of Harvey's mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this yeah. is cinema. <laughs> Nowadays, so many people have long COVID, you can't even slap the taste out of people's mouths. The taste be gone already before you get there. You don't even it's, know. It's, it's, it's real. You don't even know. You might slap and then the taste come back. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Chappelle compensation here and we are really getting into it that the harvey and lewis war is still going on and yeah i kind of thought that we were like getting past this but i feel like that we're really digging in for harvey versus lewis season here in season five can i tell you something rob what I really hate Lewis Lit right now. You hate him. I just, I, this is my least. Like, you think Lewis, the tyrant that was holding the mic secret over everybody's head, was bad? I hate this guy even more because Lewis is an awful friend. He is an awful friend to Harvey. I think Harvey's not a great friend to Lewis, but Lewis is like absurdly bad. You know, um, I, I just, I, I cannot defend the man anymore. The Donna thing I always said was a low blow. I think that you going to ask Donna to leave Harvey, knowing how connected they are, which is always like, Lewis, what are you doing? How could you be so selfish? Yeah. But then to go and do the things he does in this episode, if any of my friends did that to me, 
we wouldn't be friends yeah. anymore. This would be a, a, a deal breaker. I, I am firmly Team Harvey. I could not be more Team Harvey, I don't think, especially <laughs> considering the fact that I had forgotten about how, okay, that they would not pay Donna what uh, Donna wanted from way back when. Harvey has been paying her salary for all of this time or paying the difference in her salary from what she should make. Now, I did find it a little implausible to think that Donna, who I'm Donna, I know everything. She knows she makes much more than all of the other secretaries. Did it ever occur to her why she seems to know everything, all of the the Pearson, the PSL business? How did she not know that Harvey was offsetting her salary for all this time? You cannot convince me that she didn't know. You cannot convince me that Donna does not know this about Harvey. Yeah. And I, I don't I don't care if it never comes out. I don't care if like if it's it's a, a show, the show wants to double down on the fact that Donna didn't know. The, the writers could not convince me this. There's no way she does not know this. And that's why I think this is an ultimate betrayal from Donna and from Lewis, because you know how much Harvey does for you. Now don't get me, don't get me wrong. I still stand on solid ground saying Donna. Yeah, she has to leave Harvey if she cannot actively live her life, you know, with this man around as her boss. I get that. But going to Lewis, going to Lewis, knowing that Harvey has been paying you, it seems like, uh, you know, like stacks and stacks and stacks more money than mm -hmm. other people. Like this is not a marginal difference between her and Norma. This is Donna's making probably like associate partner, you know, or junior partner money. Cause Lewis's head was about to explode when he saw how much it was. He's like, is there an extra zero on there? So this is not like, Oh, a couple of 20, $30 more. This is probably a thousand dollars more. If not, if not more than that, 10,000 mm -hmm. probably. And so oh, like, I think it's probably more than that. Right. Yeah. Easily. Right. I'm thinking she's probably making 500 curry. And so uh, you think so? Like, See, I like I, I like have that. no idea. I mean, maybe. Uh, oh, I was gonna. I, I was gonna ask. I was gonna ask Sam to uh, that uh, he he left the backstage as soon as we started uh, recording. But right. yeah, I, I don't know. Like how much like a like a, an executive assistant like Donna would be making? Say she's making like a hundred thousand dollars. Is Harvey paying her like another hundred thousand dollars a year? She's. I think she's probably like because I, I I had imagined that when Harvey worked as the DA's office. He said he was making 50K. Mm -hmm. um, and Lewis was like, is there another zero onto Donna's check? And I was just when it, I went down the line. They're like, okay, what number sounds about reasonable for uh, an assistant with an extra zero? Yeah. You know? And so I was like, she's not making 10K. She's and this is 2015 K. also. Yeah. I was like, so she's not making 30K. She's not making not living in New York. She's not making 40K. You might make a 50k or more. And so I'm like, <laughs> okay. Oh, so you think that the 50 to 500? Um, yeah, that's what I was like. Is there an extra zero? What is that? But it also mean? has to be like believable where, like, if Donna really was in the dark, like, she can't think, like, oh, yeah, like, uh, I just make a uh, half a million dollars a year as an assistant right. to Harvey because uh, I'm Donna. I'm awesome. She knows. She knows I think she knew. that Harvey's paying his money. She does. She does. Because she didn't she seem does. that she surprised. She She's like, yeah, nope. and now you threw it in my face because... And now look at you, proving that you were jealous. And what about it, Donna? Yes, Harvey's jealous, but that does not make what Lewis did less scummy. Rob, this man completely went against the bylaws that he wrote and said, okay, I'm going to reveal to Harvey's paycheck to everybody in the firm so that we can get this yeah. new compensation model going so that we can cut his pay so that Lewis's cheap ass can use the difference to pay Donna's salary. 
And then Harvey goes to Donna like, can you stop Lewis from upending my livelihood? I, I have expensive things now. I have, I, mean, I have to make this amount of money. Do something. And she's like, well, sounds like you're jealous to me. Donna, do something. I thought y'all were friends. <laughs> Hear me out, though, because I feel like in the last episode, I would say, yes, Harvey is jealous. He uh, is really missing Donna. But now he ends up having he replaces Donna with somebody who seems very capable. He has a, a new secretary who comes on. Uh, what, what What's her name? Gretchen. Gretchen. Okay, Gretchen, uh, mm-hmm. Harvey's new secretary, and now okay, she's doing she's doing good work. Uh, maybe she maybe she's in contention for a Liddy here uh, today for on episode number one. So I don't feel necessarily like Harvey is missing Donna. This episode to me felt like that more. Harvey is in denial about taking the L to Lewis and seeing Lewis happy. And that to me is what's killing him more in this episode than Donna B. Like in the last episode, his affairs were a mess. He didn't have an assistant. Now he sort of like stopped the bleeding. He's somewhat back to normal. He's back to closing deals again. But just the fact that he saw Lewis happy and that the fact that like Lewis was like uh like uh, working against him and then also like having having Donna and then also knowing that he's paying her salary. I think that that's what was killing him in this episode. It's all those things. I, I think in the past, you know, we've insinuated that some people Harvey be going out on a limb for are just extremely ungrateful. You know, Mike Ross is always throwing stuff in Harvey's face, calling him a son of a bitch and stuff like that. Like, Mike, this man plucked you out of obscurity. You know, stop it. Mm-hmm. Like, stop the shenanigans. You owe him a lot more than you're letting on. Uh, but Donna... This is ridiculous. And so I'm kind of with Harvey on this one. Like, yeah, he might be upset about Lewis getting the better of him. He might even be jealous. But at the end of the day, even if Harvey wanted to move on, how can he do that if Lewis is allowing people to come after this man's salary just because his feelings are hurt because Harvey doesn't take him seriously? He's going to Harvey to stick it to him. This is not a person. You cannot be the best man in this man's wedding. (laughs) <laughs> one day and then the next day he's literally breaking the rules of law firm Lewis, a fireable offense yeah a fireable offense to to make sure that your compensation is cut so that he can afford a secretary that he essentially stole from you because donna's initial reaction wasn't let me go work for lewis lewis was the one who brought that idea up it mm-hmm. just works out for donna that it was a good time for her to leave Harvey. So Lewis has been trying to poach her for a while. We've seen this in the past. He's asked her to come work for him. Um, he can't afford her. And now he's making it look like, well, Harvey, you're just tripping because you're jealous. Yeah, I'm tripping because I'm jealous. And this don't make no damn sense. Why are you coming after my money? I am now starting to change that. I felt like, okay, we're going to have Donna stay with Lewis. Like I feel it's not going to last. I feel like that Donna is uh, ultimately coming back to Harvey. I, I feel like that she is seeing way too many of the issues with Lewis, like up close and personal, where she feels like that Lewis is, she cannot control Lewis like I think she thought she could. Right, because she could control Harvey. She's always so used to, the moment Harvey gets off the phone, she walks right in and says, Harvey, you know you can't do that. Uh, Harvey, you know you gotta do this. She's like super nanny. A little bit, yeah. Definitely uh, in people business. And so uh, Donna is like, yeah, in Harvey's business all the time. And she's used to being like, Harvey, now Harvey. And probably because he loves her, like loves her, he probably does what she says. 
Lewis does not love Donna in the same way that Harvey does. It's more like a platonic love, even though it does come off a little sexual sometimes. Uh, I think that she doesn't have that kind of pull. She doesn't have that sway over Lewis because Lewis, at first and foremost, is an insane person. And so when she goes to him and says, Lewis, you literally cannot do this because it's against the law. Well, it's against the rules and you will be fired. This is a fireable offense. And Lewis goes, I don't care. You, I'm going to do it. And you got to suck it up because you're with me now. Mm-hmm. And now she's like, I, I think she's held hostage a little bit. I think she's got bitten off more than she can chew. And now she's stuck with the crazy person. <laughs> yeah. It's like if Princess Peach went to go kick it with Bowser and mm-hmm. then wanted to leave. And Bowser was like, where are you going? He's like, uh, what do you mean? I'm, I'm going back to Mario. It's like, uh, I don't think you are, actually. Mm-hmm. I think you're staying here forever and there's nothing you can do about it. And also, yeah, shoot off a couple of these fire cannons and uh, some of those yeah. Goombas, you know? Then are Mike and Harvey Mario and Luigi? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but who's Rachel? Toad? No, no. Harold's Toad. <laughs> yeah uh yeah there's not a lot of women in the uh mario universe uh to speak not a of. lot yeah okay yeah all right um so harvey has a new secretary and uh gretchen first day out she does a great job why do you feel like that harvey ends up going against type to you know he has like all of these women who would probably be like viable dating uh, alternatives for Harvey to end up going with the person that probably would not be the person that he would date. Because of exactly what you just said, it's not the person that he would date. I mean, he's looking at this one woman and she's giving him her whole little uh, background and they're making intense eye contact. She calls herself the Dion Sanders. Yes. Of, always uh, relevant. Secretaries. Always relevant. She, prime she said, time. Prime time, baby. Yeah. Exactly. And he's like, Prime time, huh? She's like, would you prefer Dick Butkus? R.I.P. Yes. But uh, but yeah. And he's like, uh, probably. I probably would prefer Dick Butkus because uh I've been in relationships with uh legal secretaries before, and I just don't trust myself around mm-hmm. a, a very pretty one without yeah. trying to make a move. And so he like comes out and like finds another very pretty lady, but she's an older woman and she doesn't seem like his type, like you said. And so uh he goes out and he sees uh what is the actor's name? This is Aloma Wright, right? And so Aloma Wright was uh who I know uh very lovingly from scrubs as laverne roberts uh she's in the crowd and he picks her out and says you get the job he barely even interviews her because she's had like 28 years of experience but he says listen if you can do your job decently well we can make she made it to donna's list you know if you're on like the you know donna's like top 10 list you know you're probably good already exactly and uh she snuck in in like mike ross Yeah, but she does show up in this first episode in a really good way. You know, one, she also listens to his conversations because that's what good secretaries do. Who knew that? And so, matter of fact, (laughs) most assistants that I know will listen in on other people's conversations. Rob, have you ever had experience where an assistant might just be like lurking in the background of your conversations? Um, Ideally, but sometimes they jump off when you're about to start recording. Isn't it wild? Sometimes you have an assistant who's there for you and then they just disappear. Sometimes they're like, "Eh, I'm not that interested in this show. So, uh, all right, I'm not going to pay attention. (laughs) Yeah. And then they go work for Lewis Litt. It happens. (laughs) So, uh, so yeah. So nurse, nurse Roberts, uh, also Gretchen 
Gretchen is amazing in this episode. And Rob, again, not to spoil it, but I do love Gretchen uh, as uh, Harvey's replacement, Donna. She seems to know what's going on. She's uh, kind of more um, tapped in than Harvey is in these moments mm-hmm. because we know he's off his game. And so he really needed somebody like Gretchen to keep him on track. And he didn't need any distractions like uh, Miss Dion Sanders, who was <laughs> applying for the job as well. Yeah. All right. So the other business that's going on here at uh, PSL is that we have Jack Soloff, who that was the guy that got mentioned in the last episode. Mm-hmm. They okay. were like, Jack Soloff is coming for coming for us. We don't know what he's going to do, but he's ambitious. We don't know who he is, gotta, but he's a senior yeah. partner that's really got a bug up his ass. Uh, and so right. he he's going to be, he's, he's making some waves. Uh, he's played by John Piper Ferguson. Do we know him from anything? I've seen this man before and I can't tell you from what we got to do though. We got to get into the, uh, into the research. Let's see what he's from. Yeah. So, uh, he's, uh, done, uh, the last ship. He has 26 episodes of that. The 100. It is fun. Every time that we get a new, like a uh, guest star coming up on, uh, suits that, you know, that they tend to have like a pretty good back of the baseball card. Yeah, exactly. That's what I like. I like to go see like, Oh, we do know this person. Suits mm-hmm. had a, a very deep, um, uh, like, castless yeah. like a deep bench and uh they can pull them out anytime so it's fun to get to know them and then kind of look at back to where we knew them from uh and i'm looking i can't see anything that stands out for me as like oh he's the guy from that thing you mm-hmm. know yeah all right so he's here and he's really trying to like pick a fight with harvey over compensation uh, that he feels like that Harvey is being paid uh, contingent based on a lot of the deals that he's closing. I guess that this guy wants Harvey to be billing hours as opposed to being paid out on the business that he brings in. Yeah, um, this is a team effort. This is a law firm. And so uh, billable hours benefit everybody. Contingent base seems to benefit Harvey yeah. largely. And so uh, he's like, well, the rest of us are putting in hours and hours of work that can uh, that we can bill. And Harvey goes out and gets this one client that's huge. And then he gets to just rest on, you know, on that where the rest of us are putting in the work. And so, you know, even we even see Lewis pitching that the the associates are doing more billable hours now and bringing their lunch, you mm-hmm. know, as well. Right. So, yeah, this guy's coming to uh, to change things up. But if Har if Harvey truly is like the rainmaker who's bringing in like all of this money, it, I mean, it would be like uh, like you know these sports team uh, like uh, athlete deals aren't necessarily based the same way, but it'd be like if somebody was like, hey, uh, like all the players on the team are everybody should be getting paid like uh, what they make per hour as opposed to like based off of like their production. Yeah, it, but I think this is more of like. Okay, yes, you're the star player. Yes, you are Michael Jordan, but you still got to come to to practice, right? And I think that that's more of it. It's like we there are things that the team has to do together that Harvey just opts out of. Uh and it's like, well, if you're going to be making that kind of money, you need to be making it on stuff that benefits the team. So mm-hmm. yeah, Michael Jordan can make more money than everybody else. Yeah. They're, I'm probably they're probably not trying to say like, Harvey, you cannot be out, you know, making more money than everybody, but it needs to be based on the amount of stuff that you do as well, right? Like so just because you're Harvey doesn't mean we could just throw a ton of money at you just because we're happy that you're here. You got to you got to play the game and at first jack pitches that and lou he comes to lewis with that information and lewis says oh yeah go ahead and do it donna tries to stop lewis but he's like no i want to make a public display of loyalty in front of everybody so that harvey knows i got his back but when it's time for lewis to actually have harvey's back he won't do it 
Harvey mm-hmm. calls him out and says, you fumble every time the ball is in, you know, is in your hands when it's actually time for you to hold up your end of any of these bargains. Yeah, he tried to uh, like do his grand gesture, but it's disingenuous. It just is. There's no reason why Lewis could <laughs> just say, Jack, we're not doing that. And then go tell Harvey, Jack Soloff is after you and we're not doing it. Everything is for show with that man. What is Lewis's big switch that he's trying to do in the men's room? It smells bad. Yes. But what is he like? What is he going to the senior partners with a proposal? Does he have like some new like exhaust system that he's trying to install? Uh, I don't I don't know what he's talking about here. Mm-hmm. Like no one. No one's in, no one is. Does he want a bathroom attendant, perhaps? <laughs> Seems like he's trying to I, cut costs. So it, it does. But he really wants a ventilation system in there. Right. Mm-hmm. And so for him, I guess there's. Like, I guess it costs money, so like maybe they're going to revamp some things. Maybe even revamping that pay scale thing that uh, Jack Soloff wants to do will allow him to have the funds to put that ventilation system in there. But that's about it. Like, he went in there. A guy was blowing up the restroom that day. It almost melted his face off. His eyes, and, yeah. Yeah, and he, he, can't, he can't do it. And so now he's going to alter the firm's compensation formula and it's going to benefit him because he's going to be able to, I don't know, do a ventilation system. Nobody cares, including Harvey and Lewis shouldn't care either. This is small fish to fry. Uh, and he's name partner. Now there has to be something bigger that you could be working on Lewis lit. Yeah. Okay. So Lewis, ultimately he has this plan. He's going to leak Harvey's salary to everybody. Donna tells him not to do it. Harvey apologizes to Lewis and he's like, Oh, I have, I have a thing. Uh, meanwhile, everybody's looking at how much money Harvey is making. Chappelle, if you had to guess, okay. What's the number? What's, what's Harvey Specter making a year uh, here in season five of Suits? It's pretty steep, man, because he he called that when he worked at the district attorney's office, when he was talking to Forceman, yeah. he said, I'll be making 500K a year, you know, with very soon, like in the next few years. And so he called that just with his whole chest. And that was before he was name partner. That was just with him thinking, oh, I'm about to be maybe a senior partner. Um, so being name partner, I don't know. It's whew. Mm-hmm. I don't want to put a number on it and make myself sound ignorant, but he got it. He's probably making, you know, seven figures at this point. Seven, yeah, seven figures. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, is he making a five mil a year? Oof. Imagine making five mil a year. Harvey mm-hmm. doesn't do enough charitable work for my liking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, these taxes are whooping his ass. I know, I know Harvey is a Republican. <laughs> yeah, it hasn't really come up. Uh, but 2016 is <laughs> only a year away. Yeah, you offer five five yeah. million dollars a year. I think anybody would consider mm-hmm. it. <laughs> I think pre-2016, I think that you could probably uh, nobody knew what anybody was. <laughs> Yeah, Harvey is uh, filthy rich, apparently, to the point where even the senior partners are blown away. They're like, what the hell is going on? Mm-hmm. But we've seen Harvey. Harvey will go to somebody and be like, yeah, I'll save your uh, your company from bankruptcy for a fee. And they're like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, obviously we'll pay you. And he's like, no, <laughs> I want a percentage yeah. of the company. Give me 20%. Make it 25 You know, that's that's yeah. the Harvey model. So ain't no telling what Harvey's really bringing in. But is it also like... Uh- unrealistic for Harvey to be going out and doing the closing of the deals that Harvey does if he's being like paid hourly. <laughs> yeah, it probably. He's like, right, uh, you know what? I'm not going to go crazy on trying to close all these deals now. No, I just really need to just like 
now that I'm getting paid hourly, I'm just going to work on everybody else. And I guess we'll all just have to feed into the same pot instead of uh, the contingent based formula, which I'm not really familiar with. Like, is this like a like a um, like a, what do they call it? Like, a, I don't know, like he makes like royalties or something on this. I, don't, I think he's getting like a percentage of the deals that he's closing. I, I don't know enough about it either, but I yeah. feel like that they're just trying to uh, pick a fight with. Harvey and come after his money, which uh, is not the right time to do this. Let's talk about uh, what's going on with Mike and Rachel. So we get the backdrop of that Robert Zane wants Rachel to sign a prenup with Mike. And, uh, you know, uh, interesting. Um, and Rachel is like uh, against it that she doesn't want Mike to sign a prenup. Like, well, this is like bizarro world where uh, you know, that uh, Rachel is like, I don't know, should I get Mike to sign a prenup? And he's like, yeah, I'll sign it. That's fine. Yeah, it's fine. She's like, whatever. It's like, no, I'm not letting you, Mike, <laughs> not letting you sign this prenup. Which is strange. Mm -hmm. I think it's strange because I think that Rachel Zane is, and, and Robert Zane even says this, she's more than aware mm -hmm. that like the 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 idea of a prenup. This is not someone who is just like lost in love and you bring up prenup and she's like, what? That means we don't love each other. No. Rachel Zane is a child of a lawyer who is in law school. She is in law school and she's worked in a law firm. She knows what these legal documents are for and, and who they're supposed to protect and why. But ultimately, Jessica is the one who talks to Rachel and they kind of talk about how maybe it's not Mike or her dad that she's really worried about. She's not really, it sounds like she's concerned with Robert Zane, uh, like controlling her. It sounds like even like, you know, put, throw, floating the idea out that she doesn't trust Mike, you know, from the prenup as well, uh, might be an issue. But when Rachel is talking to Jessica, Jessica says, maybe this is just because you don't trust this whole thing with Mike is going to work mm -hmm. out and you don't want this prenup to uh, undermine your relationship, right? You don't want to uh, escape hatch yeah. um, in case it's time to get out. And I think that might be more of it. You know, now, Mike is frauding everyone. <laughs> okay. And uh, I have more to say about that. But Chappelle, does this prenup, does this provide Rachel any kind of like protection against like Mike uh, potentially like having criminal charges against him? Like the prenup is only uh, safeguarding her financial assets, right? Right. But again, if Mike has some criminal charges against him and they're married or whatever, and they and there's like some damages done that he has to pay back, I think that that would have to come from the family of Mike Ross and Rachel mm -hmm. Zane. And if that is the family of her, then if something happens to Robert Zane, then that money goes to her. And then she'd be get, he, Mike Ross would basically get Robert Zane's money to spend on okay. his crimes. And so I think that that's probably... Um, you know, what a prenup would, would work out, you know, for in her favor eventually. So Mike finds out about the prenup and then he goes to go to talk to Robert Zane and yeah. the balls on this Mike Ross uh, to then go to Robert Zane to say like, hey, I know Rachel told me about the prenup because she said that he knows his daughter, but he doesn't know what kind of guy she's getting involved with. And I'm just here to tell you that I am the type of stand-up guy who's a criminal fraud posing as a lawyer. Rob, like, get on your high horse, Mike. He wants you to know what type of guy he I'm, is. I'm just like, I'm the greatest he, saint that ever walked the earth, Robert Zane. He, he's taking the sob story cases that the people won't take. Rob, Mike is on here fighting for the little guy. He has a stack of black 
people who have been <laughs> who have been oppressed and he's fighting for them. Robert Zane, don't you understand that? Look, I like black folk. He like slams the folder like, haha, with with someone willing to like trying to take your money, be represented. I heard you came from people. the same place as these right? people. I heard you're from their black neighborhood. Robert <laughs> he's like, I, you're right. I do know these people. He's like, yep. And I like them. So yeah. come on. Come okay. on. All right. So Mike goes out for drinks with Jimmy and Harold. First off, like. Can I, we I, talk about them? Please. Please. Get let's, into let's, it, let's, let's, let's get into it. Let's talk about it. All right. So at what point um, do, do the police need to be? And I'm not talking about Eric Woodall. Uh, what, no. At what point do the authorities need to be called about Harold, who seems to be cyber stalking Rachel? Harold is a horrible friend. Jimmy is not a great friend either to Mike mm -hmm. Ross, but Harold is awful. Now, I'll give Harold a lot of credit. He did not roll over on Mike and Harvey. Sure. He did not. But he's a creep. He sucks. When <laughs> when Mike says, yeah, so, uh, you know, I'm getting engaged to Rachel Zane, Harold goes, congrats. And then he instantly says, does Rachel know about how Donna Paulson was on her knees in front of you in that break room? And like, there's a pause. Pause. How did you get there so quickly? The first thing you said was, does your girlfriend know about the illicit affair that I saw that you had months ago? He's like, yeah, with, um, she liked it. Yeah, but Harold, what were you trying to gain by doing that? Were you like, I'm about to go tell her and, and I'm going to expose you. I didn't give right. you up to Eric Woodall, but I'm about to blow up your spot. Also, he said that as if like he has some stock in this relationship. Yeah. Also, Harold is on Rachel's Facebook page 10 times a day. Like, has Rachel never posted a picture with Mike before? Has she not updated a, a status uh, ever with with Mike? I mean, it seems like. Yeah, I'm stalking Rachel, but also this is complete news to me that you are uh, not only engaged, but also dating Rachel. Yeah, Rachel Zane seems like the type to post a lot on Facebook with her new boo. But also, I think she's probably like, maybe I keep Mike out of the media as mm -hmm. much as possible, even if the social media. Because what if somebody starts to Facebook stalk Mike? They're like, huh, that's yeah. funny. This yeah. guy that Rachel's dating has no like uh, internet footprint at all. Apparently he went to Harvard, but my I, we have mutual friends in a Facebook group, and I didn't. I, do you know this guy? You know, so I think that it's probably for the best that Rachel Zane isn't uh, flaunting her relationship with yeah. Mike Ross on the internet. But Harold stalking her Facebook page and then being bold enough to say it to Mike uh, lets me to believe that. Harold didn't know about Mike and Rachel at all. Yeah, it would be a little annoying, though, if Rachel was like posting all these pictures of like her and Mike. And then if anybody was like asking her about it, like, give me privacy. Right. I don't want anybody talking about my life. Why are you butting into everything? OK, yeah, that is social media in a nutshell, though. Mm -hmm. You know, right? Like, it's like, why y'all in my business? Because mm -hmm. like, you posted it and tagged us in it and also like forwarded it to everybody. Why is everybody obsessed times. with me? Right. Get out of my life. Oh, my God. I just want my no. privacy. Rachel probably has never posted about Mike Ross on her Facebook page. But again, the gall of Harold to be like, ew, Mike Ross, wasn't you just cheating on her? What if did she mm -hmm. know about the affair with Donna? And then for Mike to be like, yeah, she knows about it. and She's OK with it. Like, she's good. And Harold's like, oh, my God, you have the best girlfriend ever. You're so lucky. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. like Harold. I don't ever want to see you again. This is the end of my my Herald fight, my Herald standum or whatever this was. Jimmy, you can go to. I don't trust him. Yeah, I mean Jimmy is the same guy that got Rachel fired, so I don't know. Like, uh, <laughs> like Jimmy has never come to to Mike Ross not wanting some BS. You know, like even this time he says, you know, Mike, 
as an engagement gift, let me give you these downtrodden yeah. black people to fight for, um, well, you know, Chappelle, for you. I, I think we, we could really, at this point in time, five seasons into Suits, like, Mike Ross has a type for a best friend, okay? <laughs> that, that yeah. They're always problematic. <laughs> always, always. He's like, I got you a thing. Don't. He's like, you have a bleeding heart. This is perfect for you. It's right up your alley. Oh, my God. Mike's like, you're right. I do like to do free work. And, yeah. <laughs> like, and so, yeah, Jimmy brings him this as a gift for his engagement. And uh, come to find out, it's not a gift at all. Jimmy does not have the juice at his own law firm to pull off this type of procedure. He cannot get the money the or the law firm to fund his, uh, you know, him wanting to do these case, this yeah. case work because it's not going to net a lot of money. Now, just to go back to Harold here for a second, like the last time we saw Harold, like wasn't he fired from the law firm? Did he land on his feet somewhere else? I'm pretty sure they got him another job. Yeah, because Allison Holt was like, he's done. I he's done. Fired him the moment I, yeah. the moment he said Pierce Inspector, I was like, <laughs> is Jimmy sir. at Allison Holt? I don't remember where Jimmy went. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. But anyway, okay, it doesn't so seem like Jimmy and, and Harold are extremely close. He has this case. It's kind of like a pro bono uh, situation. And once again, Mike is like, I'm going to take this on. OK, I got this big case. Uh, Jessica is like, stop it. Like, we're stop not it. doing this. We're not doing this. And Mike is like, no, like this is this is good. She's like, listen to me. S you work here. Stop taking cases that make no money. Like the, the you did the last one and Donna almost went to jail. What is wrong with you? And he's like, but I can't. But, but, I gotta, but how am I going to get Robert Zane to respect me? <laughs> I mm -hmm. need to do this. So he goes anyway and he's talking to the, well, he had talked to the, uh, to one of the families. Apparently, um, the hospital had released this woman's husband because the insurance co company cut his stay. Yeah. And this has happened to a bunch of other people as well. And so they're just looking for somebody to fight them. Now, there was a lawyer who was doing it as well, uh, but he basically got run into the ground trying to work all mm -hmm. these cases and he, there was no money behind it. And so he ended up not being able to finish. And so it's for Mike Ross to do. Now, when, when Mike Ross meets this woman, um, she starts off the sentence with like, Stanley was a good man. And I was like, oh, we've seen this plot on like every episode of Law and Order. Every time they bring in some like um, black lady uh, who needs uh, like who is looking for a lawyer to fight for them, it's always like Stanley was a good man. All he did was work and then he died. Like, yes, we get it. We get it. The woman needs help. Mike Ross decides, OK, I got it, but I got to find the money. And Rob Sidwell, mm -hmm. did you expect to see no, Jonathan Sidwell no, pop but, up in this episode? But I'm glad somebody is like, Mike. Get the hell out of my office. Why I never want to see you again. I, I told you. I told you. Don't come back here. And now here you are looking for something like no. And how about this? I want to call every other person and tell them not to work with you. And Mike Ross is like, why? Why? Like, Mike, what was the first thing you learned about investment bankers? Just give me the give me the rundown. They love vengeance more than anything. You tried to get this man pushed out of his own deal with uh, with enforcement. You you did. You you actively like don't get me wrong, you're like, well, I wasn't gonna go in through it all the way, you know, sir. You doing all this back alley dealing behind this man's back, uh, despite everyone telling you not to. And now you're going to him and like, but come on, just give me some money, it'll work out. Like Jonathan Sidwell should burn everything to the ground in front of you, and he does. He's like, I'm calling everybody, and I fired Amy too. Hope you weren't looking for her. She'd been gone. I fired her five minutes after she uh after you left. So 
Yeah, Mike Ross is a crazy person. There's no reason why he should have bothered Jonathan Sidwell on that Tuesday, that lovely Tuesday afternoon. Yeah. And then uh, ultimately he ends up going back to Robertson. Did Robertson officially say, yes, let's do this. Let's work on this together. He said, let's work on it together. Okay. He's like, all right, all right, Mike Ross, you say you come from this. Are you allowed to go and work? Like if he works at P PSL, like, is he allowed to work with Robert Zane or is this sort of like, like uh, as on his downtime? I think this is on his downtime. I think if Jessica finds out he's using billable hours to work for Robert Zane, she's going to slap the taste yeah. out of his mouth. But if, uh, as long as he's doing it on his own time, then I mean, what can she say? Okay. All right. Chappelle, who gets the Liddy for this episode? <sighs> I, ooh, not Harvey. Mm -hmm. he's a massive L here with Lewis's thing. Not Lewis because Lewis sucks. Mm -hmm. Not Donna because actually Donna sucks too right now. Mm -hmm. Um, well, any any world where Jessica did anything in this episode? I mean, she gives uh, Rachel the advice not to sign the prenup uh, when Rachel comes to her. Was that the right call? I don't know. I mean, she says that if you love Mike, let it go. Just, you know, don't worry. Like, you be, you should be willing to take this L if you love this person. Like, you should be willing to take that risk, basically. Because if you feel like the prenup is going to undermine what y'all got going on, then don't don't invite but that into your life. If he's willing to sign it, you know, I, I said to, I floated once upon a time to my uh, lovely girlfriend. I was like, uh, like, hey, maybe you should sign a prenup. Let's, let's did do she, that. Did she, did she slap the taste out your mouth? Yeah, basically. Um, okay, I was about to say, are you crazy? What's wrong with you? Yeah. And um, I was like, why did you say that? I, I don't know. Uh, I, I thought you just thought it was a good idea. And, Rob, were you bored? Yeah. And, and, and basically, she's like, you're, you are broke. What, what, yeah. why, why would I do this? Like, what is wrong with you? Broke. Yeah. I was like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I just thought it'd be a fun conversation to have. Yeah, but, I yeah, thought that's you, we, yeah. that we, we should we should do this. And she's like, I'm not have doing you, that. Have you gotten a taste back in your mouth? <laughs> Has it come back? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, this is. Yeah. I think that Rachel, honestly, she needs she wants to get out of her own way. And I think she thinks that the prenup would uh, enable her to do like to be in her own way because she's always going to know she has an escape hatch if times get hard with Mike Ross. Um, but Rachel. You just cheated on this man like two months ago, I'd say. You probably want to get the prenup because if Logan Sanders comes back around and Mike Ross gets super insecure, then things could go off the rails. And maybe, just maybe, you know, you don't want Mike Ross taking you for your money while he like is upset with you for, uh, you know, cheating on him. I'm just saying, Rachel, you ain't been no angel lately. Um, I mean, ultimately, this is Robert Zane's money they're they're talking about anyway. So it's like it's like I don't know. It's, I feel like if Robert Zane should be looking at Rachel and be like, I'm asking you to sign a prenup for me, not for you. So if you mm -hmm. could just do me a solid as my daughter, so that I can leave you a fortune, please. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe even negotiate the prenup. You know, look over it and determine. You know, maybe there's some changes you can make. Okay, but somebody has to happens. get the Liddy Chappelle. Who does? Who? Somebody. Uh, does do they? Does do, I, get I mean, the, do you want to give it to Ross Jessica just for uh, threatening to slap the taste out of uh, Harvey's mouth and Lewis's mouth in this episode? Can Rachel have the Liddy? Um. Or do you think the not signing the prenup is like a massive I don't think failure? it matters. Like it, to me, it was like uh, if he's willing to sign it, like just sign it. Well, who cares? Okay, I would say that 
I'd rather give it to Rachel than okay. Jessica. Okay, Rachel, first Liddy here in yeah. season number five. Um, not a big reference episode. Uh, we uh, you know had some talk of my, Michael Jordan. We didn't really talk about the sneaker uh, deal, but we had the guy who was trying to get out of the uh, sneaker game. Uh, ultimately, his friend had passed away, and so that he uh, felt like, uh, what does any of this even mean? What are we yeah. even doing? He kept saying life is too short. And uh, Gretchen is right. When people start saying that, it's because they've experienced some loss or they didn't got some really bad news. Because I, I used to say it all the time. Like, girl, life is too short. You got to do whatever makes you happy. Or you got to do, you know, you got, the, like life is uh, bigger than a lot of the things that we quibble over. And so he's like, this shoe company is not the end all be all of my life. And he fell out with his friend over, you know, a woman 20 years prior. And so he's like, you know, I'm ready to move on and start to do things that make me happy. Uh, now, Harvey... A good friend to this man, Teddy, uh, he says, listen, I know you want out. I don't suggest that you get out. But if you're going to get out, at least let me get you a fair deal. Uh, even though Teddy was like, I don't care what deal I get. So Harvey goes and fights for him. You know what a bad friend does? Goes and cuts your salary, Lewis. That's like, there's a difference between how people are using the word friend here. I really wish Lewis would stop using the F word. Like, mm-hmm. he's got to stop. Because it. there's nothing friendly about Lewis Lit. Yeah. All right. I'm out. <laughs> Chappelle, uh, then we got uh, just one piece of feedback uh, for this episode. Again, uh, that we had uh, some problems with the feedback form. So uh, get your season five uh, feedback questions in. I'm going to have Sam open up the season six uh, feedback also if people are getting ahead of the podcast. I-, I think that in the beginning, I think a lot of people were ahead of us. And now I think that, you know, one episode a day, we we might be ahead of uh, some of the people on the rewatch. Yeah, we're taking off. But mm-hmm. I think that they have the opportunity to catch up in ways that we don't. Right. So if you are watching Suits along with us, thank you for joining us on this journey. If we have passed you, what are you doing? Catch up. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, of course, if you are past us, come on back, slow down, you know, re- relive some of these moments with us because we've been having a good time here. OK. Suitspodcast.com slash feedback. Jay Frey, the great Jessica Frey, longtime associate, uh, said flowers for Gretchen. Love Gretchen. Mm-hmm. Love Gretchen. No complaints. No notes. She's amazing. Great intro uh, for Gretchen. Mm-hmm, exactly. Uh, also, um, I think that, you know, like I said, for the people who watched Scrubs back in the day, they know Gretchen. We love her. She's uh, She can do no wrong. Hopefully, she continues that streak here on Suits. Okay. Chappelle, anything else you want to say here about season five, episode two? No, just I'm just not loving the Lewis and Donna thing right now. Like, I, I think that Donna has her reasons for being kind of like, you know, like this toward Harvey. I get it. I am not going to discount her feelings toward him and what they've been through. But Lewis, I'm definitely going to discount those feelings and stuff. Like, he, he does not get a pass from me. Lewis is awful. And it's going to take a lot for him to win me back over. Okay. From our Facebook group, uh, go to suitspodcast.com slash Facebook to join. Uh, Danielle said, I just had the biggest laugh ever at we saw someone die of hiccups. I remember that episode of Grey's, LOL. And it was tragic. Mm-hmm. We listen, all those grace people were like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. H- hiccups is real. That's why you yeah. never promise anybody that they're going to make it. You never promise anybody that you're going to save their company, Mike. You just don't. Yeah. He didn't promise these black that black lady he was going to make this stuff happen with no money. He made sure not to say that. <laughs> <laughs> and then, Chappelle, I will say that I will revise my position from the last episode. My, Mike Ross's hair is bad in season it's five. It's awful. It is yeah. very bad. It is very it's bad. It's got like a Pat is... Riley look going. Why, though? But what was the reason? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's awful. I'm sorry. It just is. 
I don't know. What was the, going on in 2015? Not that haircut. <laughs> Not that haircut. All right. Chappelle, where can people keep up with everything you're doing? Uh, go to Twitter. Um, Chappelle's underscore show. That's what I, I be tweeting. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. And I'm at Rob Sisterino. Thank you so much for joining us here. We'll be back tomorrow to talk about where we go from here for season five, episode three. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.